The following podcast is sponsored by Endgame PR, a social media PR firm based near Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about how Endgame PR can help your business with media relations, social media management, content creation, and even podcast production, please visit endgamepr.com. That's E-N-D-G-A-M-E-P-R.com. Welcome to Rams Rewind, a podcast that looks back at all of the action from VCU men's basketball. In this episode, however, we're focusing on VCU women's basketball. Host George Templeton will recap the Lady Rams' first-round NCAA tournament game against Indiana. And now, here's George. Pretty tough second half to sit through uh, for the VCU women and a bitter, a bitter uh, end to what was a historic season. It sucks because people are going to look at that scoreline and think that VCU wasn't competitive, was a typical low seed getting blown out by a high seed. Uh, and that's what's frustrating because it was not the case. VCU was was competitive, was pretty darn competitive up to about the end of the third quarter. And then they just lost the thread entirely in the fourth quarter. And you don't lose a game by this much because the referees stink. But when this game was competitive, uh, the referees were completely on the side of Indiana. It was frustrating. Some of the fouls they were calling on VCU players and some of the fouls they weren't calling on Indiana was a joke. And that was that was infuriating. That was absolutely infuriating to watch. But, of course, it isn't why they lost because the problem is when the game was competitive, the two best players just simply couldn't produce. Tara Reed, Taya Robinson. It's tough to see them go out like this, a combined two for 19 from the field. That, that's hard to take. They're such wonderful players, and they've done so much for this university, and they should be and will be lauded forever for everything they've done. But they just did not have a good game. And some of that was the size and the length of the, v, of the Indiana players, and you got to take your hat off to their staff and their women for, for a great defensive plan. Um, for me... VCU, the ball was just too stagnant on offense. And I just wonder, you know, Reed and Robinson both had some pretty close shots attempted early in the game that they just missed. That were just, you know, they were hanging on the rim and fell off. And I just wonder if it was like when you take the first bad step and then it's followed by another and another and another and another. You know, that happens a lot in basketball games. Where some one you know a couple things go wrong early, and then it's one thing, and then it and then it just gets worse and worse and worse, and you can't stop it. You know, uh, it, it it at times it looked like the only players that were really getting after it on the offensive end that were really going at these at, at Indiana was Chloe Bloom, uh, Samantha Robinson, and Sarah Tabiasu. The problem was the shots just weren't falling for them. I just I'm I'm disappointed that we couldn't figure out a way to get better opportunities for Reed and Robinson. Um, yes, Stephen, they just, uh, they, I mean, again, Reed was one of eight, and Robinson was one of 11. And, and these games in no way reflect the kind of players they are, and we know that. But it was, it was just, and of course, I have to add another complaint. The VCU, the, the NCAA's live scoring sucks. Could we please have the schools handle live scoring uh, VCU's one that they use with sidearm sports is so much better than this. It's not even funny. 
Like, I can't even tell you. I can't even look at the quarter-by-quarter quarter stats. I'm just going off memory. I think VCU was 8-34 of 34 in the first half, so I think they were 5-23 of 23 in the second half, which is not surprising uh, that that would be the case, especially as they, they didn't have any free throws in the first half, and they got to the line six times in the second half, and they made four or six. Huh, and it was just, you know, uh, and I think the block shots hurt early too. I think that made VCU a little less passive about going inside. And I think that, and, and certainly I think that affected their offense. They were, they were really reduced to, 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 to taking all these jump shots and it's just hard to make them. It's just hard to make them. And the, th- and the problem was Indiana wasn't making them in the first half and then they were making all of them in the second half. I'm trying to think Indiana, I think was eight of 28 at halftime. If memory serves, and if that's the case, they were you know sixteen to twenty six in the second half, and in that th- fourth quarter, God knows, in that fourth quarter, it felt like they never missed, and they were Isaac. They were though they had they had some big time size, and some women with some long arms. Uh, yeah, and if you're talking about Mackenzie Holmes, she is, she is, and they did a great job against her in the first half. She only she was two for two from the field, but that was the whole point. Their zone did a great job at keeping keeping the ball out of her hands, and quite a number of times when the ball would get near her, the pass would get deflected or somebody would knock it away. Um, it's just that they couldn't, you know, Berger, Berger was the reason Indiana led at halftime, and then when she kind of slowed down a little bit, Pat Berg got going. I think Pat Berg had one or two points in the first half. No, she had, I think, two points at halftime, 15 in the second half, which is as many as the whole VCU team had combined. And so I'm just it's just tough because that, that that final score in no way reflects how the game was and how competitive VCU was for for almost 3 quarters. And that's just, you know, that's re- that's just brutal. Yeah, Holmes, yeah, Holmes is that doesn't yeah, she's 6-3. Yeah, I mean, Holmes is there's a reason she sh- like they were talking about there's a reason she shoots such a high percentage cuz she gets in cl- she gets in close and she and she'll lay it on you. Uh, and she's physical. Um, I don't think she's 200, but the point is she's a solidly built young lady who, who can, who can, who can lay, who can cause you some physical trouble. And, and, and that's, you know, that's in this game, in this game, it's especially true now. Uh, there are not a lot of, there used to be a lot of, uh, of, of women who were tall, but skinny, tall and thin. And and they really couldn't push they really couldn't push anybody around and you know you could kind of push them around even you know if you were a shorter thicker girl you could push them around uh, the the players now let me tell you something uh, you know they're not just tall they they got some thump and bump to them I, I don't think she is but it doesn't matter the point is here's what it, here's what you like about Mackenzie Holmes's game and and why I would enjoy watching her play if I got to watch her play all the time she knows how to use what she's got. She knows that she knows that she's bigger than her opponent. She knows she's taller, and she's not afraid to use that in her favor. And she's and she's aggressive, and she gets after it. And believe me, it wasn't for lack of trying on Indiana's part that she that she that she only got the two shots. VCU's defensive coverages were really really good in the first half. The problem is the the uh, well, there ain't a lot of girls that can dunk the ball, Stephen. What you need. What you need is uh, is women of of that of that body type, but with some skills. 
Because we've had, I mean, I remember to go way back when I was at school, we had Mona Carlson, who was this Swedish uh, woman who was 6'6". And she was she had some she had some thickness to her. The problem was she was not aggressive at all, and she was not somebody that would be willing to impose her will on somebody. And and as a result, she'd often get bullied inside, even though she was the much bigger player. What you need is a woman like Holmes who's got that skill, but is willing to use the physical assets she has in her favor, which she did. She did a great job today. And but I mean that's the thing. It, it's tough. It was really tough. And again, you know, one of the things that I'm looking forward to for next season for the women is that I think Grace Bloom came along really great at the end of the season for VCU. I think she's going to be a hell of a player. Uh, she's got to get a little bit better about kicking that ball out every now and then. But I'll tell you what, she, she, she plays with full commitment in every decision she makes, and she's decisive. There's no half-stepping. There's no, I'm not sure. There's there's no indecision. She just goes at it, and it doesn't always work out. But it's not always going to work out. I like the aggressiveness, and I like the toughness of her. And it, and I'll be honest, I, I'm looking at the minutes, and she only played 18 minutes. She needed to be out there more in the second half for me. Uh, that that's that's just my opinion. Uh, she did a pretty good job. I think part of the reason Holmes was able to do a better job in the second half is that I just don't. Th- I think uh, I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not sure anybody else could 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 keep her down, could uh, stand in front of her and front her and try to stop her from getting the ball the way Bloom was in the first half. Um, but this is, yeah, it, it's just, it was just, that was a grisly second half to sit through. But I just, I want to praise the NCAA Women's Tournament tournament officials, Bexar County, for getting this tournament off, for not having any of the problems the men's tournament's having, and most of all, I want to praise VCU, Beth O'Boyle, the coaching staff, all the players for giving us a thrill at the end of the season that a lot of us are going to remember for a long time, for making history, first conference championship, third consecutive conference final, you know, birth in the NCAA tournament. Those are so many things to be proud of in spite of, you know, a pretty rotten, horrible ending to the game today. Um, Tara Reed and Taya Robinson, you have represented this university magnificently. Um, and you are as far, and you are without a doubt the most accomplished senior class uh, that's come through here ever. And thank you for that. Uh, and look, it's tough to lose players like that, but I got to tell you, Bloom, Tabiasu, Samantha Robinson. Uh, I think Haddix Covington is uh, is uh, is is somebody that's going to be back too. Let's see here. Just want to make sure that's right. Haddix Covington should be back for another year. Uh, I, I I personally feel like there's still a pretty bright future for VCU. Even losing two players is wonderful for this program as Robinson and Reed are. And and you know, I, I look forward to seeing if if Coach O'Boyle and the staff can do it again uh next season, assuming, you know, nobody transfers or leaves or anything like that, because of course that's you know, that's that people don't realize it, but it's a big thing in women's basketball too. And even the best programs have have, have those issues. Um as a Maryland fan, I can tell you, I, I, I can speak to that as a Maryland fan with their women's program because they've had some great players transfer out the last few years, and they're still doing all right. So, yeah, not not. I know it's not the longest uh, pod today because it's 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 hard to it's hard to really talk about it because the game just got away from VCU completely. Um, 
Offensively, it, it simply wasn't good enough, and you know that because they only got 32 points, and they only got three in the fourth quarter, and they got you know boat raced in the fourth quarter. But I just I I think we've got to we got to stop and take a moment, and and just thank the VCU women for for the wonderful memories that they've they've crafted for us this year, and the fact that they just got they were able to play this game because of what happened with the VCU with the VCU guys. I'm just glad they were able to play this game and and. Give it their best shot. It's just a shame it didn't work out because um, they were competitive. It was five point game at halftime, and and even though it was unlikely at three quarter at, at, at after the third quarter, uh, you know I still felt I still felt that if VCU could have had a good start in the fourth quarter, then you never know because it's like because I was thinking of the game against Dayton last year in the A10 final when they were down 15, and I think got it all the way down to one or two points in the fourth quarter uh, before running before. Time, time, and the and the Flyers' free throw shooting beat them. So, thank you, Beth O'Boyle. Thank you, BCU coaches, uh, players, uh, assistants, trainers, everyone, for this for this performance. Uh, I I could not be prouder. I could not be prouder of of, of the of the VCU women's team, of the players, of everything they showed this year, of of coming back from. A really horrible season-ending regular season loss to Rhode Island, and responding in the fashion that they did, you know, just 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 the way the men did after they got blitzed by Davidson, you know, in 2016, and then went and then went and won the tournament four games in four days, you know, that is that is the measure, that is the measure of people to face that kind of adversity, and and to come back fighting, and and that's. That's the pride. I, I feel such pride, and I'm so proud. I'm so uh, and I'm so glad that we've had these women representing the black and gold this season. Uh, and for all the seniors that represented the black and gold the last four years. Oh, you're right, Stephen. It was 2015, not 2016. Thank you. Uh, for the women that represented the black and gold for all four years, and like, and I love that the announcers mentioned it. It's and it's true. Seven with seven and twenty-two. Seven and twenty-two when Robinson. Uh, and Robinson and Reed and Petrova and Sydney Archie and Pashakarova and everybody else, you know, was was their first year there. Seven and twenty-two to two regular season, you know, a regular season championship, three consecutive finals, and an Atlantic Ten championship. You know, that's that is that's gonna stand the test of time. That's gonna live long in the memory and it should. And and I look forward and I hope, this is what I hope, uh, presuming that we can have normal crowds next, next October when the men and the women start up, I really hope, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll issue this challenge to people in Richmond, and God knows maybe even I should go up there and do it myself. We ought to, the first time the VCU women play at home in the Siegel Center, and they can raise that banner, raise those banners into the rafters, we ought to pack the place. We ought to come there. Thousands of people should come there, cheer on VCU, and and just applaud and thank these women and recognize, you know, their their place in the history of this school, the athletic history of this school, and that's that's the challenge I want to lay down to everyone in our group and anybody that happens to see this or whoever. Let's be there when they raise the banner next year to 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 just to just appreciate what this team has done, and who knows? Who knows? Maybe they can do it again next year. You never know. 
you never know in this thing. Like I say, they've got some talent. They've got they've got some good players. Uh, they've got they've got a base to build off of. Uh, and if and the fact is, the rest of these people on the on the on, on this roster know that it can be done. And I think that's the most important thing is knowing that it can be done, which means you can go and do it again. So thank you, uh, thank you everybody in the group that watched today and commented on the game thread and liked it. Uh, I really appreciate that. Keep commenting on this. If you're listening uh, online to, v- to this special episode of VCU Rams Rewind, thank you for listening uh, to this. Thank you for listening all season uh, as well. Because I, again, I I'm not sure I'm not sure uh, what up the plan is if we're going to do another one of these uh, to sort of recap the season or whatever. But I want to thank everybody for listening uh, to the to, to this today. If you're listening on Apple, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Uh, and until whenever the next time is, thank you for listening. Uh, have a good day. To submit a question for George to answer in an upcoming episode or to inquire about sponsorship opportunities for this podcast, please email ramsrewind at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rams Rewind.